0: Danny, we should probably welcome a few new listeners because somebody put this amazing blog on chess.com that went viral. I think
1: viral's uh, a bit strong, unless you're talking about uh, the chess.com comment section, which often can go viral in usually completely, uh, you know, the kind of tunnels that you couldn't even predict would be there before you know it. People are arguing about things that were never even really discussed, which is why we love chess.com members and the comment section. So, um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, we uh, we've had we've had some new people tuning in. So thanks thanks for being here. If you're coming from the chess community, and uh, what what were your thoughts about about the blog and about uh, peeps peeps comments?
0: Yeah, well, you know, the first thing I like to say is first, thank you for 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 doing this blog post because it it obviously generated some new listeners, and it's fun to to get this out there. I wasn't even on it, so it was really it was an ideal recording for blunders because it was in the blunders vein, um, with randomly talking about chess and randomly having really in depth, in depth, super serious chess conversations randomly and sporadically. So (laughs) if you're a new listener, I mean, there are, there are episodes, Danny, where we go super deep into chess, like theory. And I'm not even talking about the theory on the board. I'm just talking like deep inside the minds of chess players, you know? Um, and then there's other episodes where like, we just talk about Marvel for 30 minutes. So well, as it should be as it should be. And like, we have some great, I, I love these guest ones. So I went back and listened to the John Urschel one and then re-listened to this one again. And it was super fun, but I do appreciate that you go uh, consider subscribing to my podcast with diamond member. <laughs> and i leave you link to my chest.com um, page. I thought that was funny. I thought that was cute.
1: Well, we uh, first of all, of course, right? And uh, yeah, for those for those tuning in and thinking it's always chess all the time, that's that's actually not what this podcast is about. Um, as as most of you know, and um, I say that as I'm actually enjoying a, a a cup of coffee that I I had to borrow from a neighbor because I ran out of my blue bottle. You know, you know what you know what the pain of when you have people visit and you dive through your sub your subscription to blue bottle so fast that now you're left with like three days before it gets there. And just the mm. pain of waking up and being like, I don't have a delicious cup of coffee waiting for me anymore. Like that's, yeah. it almost no, it, makes you um... resent your guests. <laughs> I'm kidding. Of course that's not true. Uh, it was John Urschel. John was visiting with his lovely wife, Louisa and their baby. Um, so they were visiting me and Shauna last week and, uh, just hanging out, doing some, doing some life around the holidays. But, um, anyway, they, they, they helped run through my blue bottle and now I am left, I'm left with whatever this sort of Kierland traditional roast is. Um, Mm, it wasn't my favorite. That's all.
0: Well, it, it does happen. I, there's, I'm in a situation now where I'm in a coffee overload, which is also a terrible, thing right. to have happen to you because now you have beans that are freshly roasted, but like you can't bust open and enjoy because you're out of containers to put them in. Right. And you don't want to start oxidizing those beans. And then you have to get through these other beans. You're like, oh, gosh, darn it. These beans from four weeks ago that are no longer at their peak performance. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Ugh. I love how we talk about them like they're we talk about our, our coffee beans like they're athletes
1: you know, um, being put into the game and it's our job as the coach and the general manager to put them in their best possible position to succeed. You know, you don't, you know, you don't give a big man, you know, the point guard duties, right. You try to put all the team players in the right possible position to succeed. And, and you've got the opposite problem. You need to have a party so you can unload some of this joy onto other people's palates. Um, That's uh, that's true. You know, so maybe we can organize that. I can, I can send some people up there. I'm sure people are willing to to pay for a round trip to Seattle just to have some coffee with you.
0: You think so? You think people would be into I, that? I mean,
1: I, I would. <laughs> I'd be into that uh, if I had the time to, um, to just – it's just about the plane. If I could apparate, right? I mean, one of the biggest things about Harry Potter that I fantasize about is the ability to just apparate and put myself physically from one place to another. If I could do that, I would, I would be having coffee with you every morning, sir.
0: Every morning. I like that. Yeah. um, We, there's, there's probably some way to make this happen. It it would be a fun experiment if you had like a really great friend that you wanted Mm -hmm. to bond with. Luckily we have this podcast and we get to bond for like half an hour every single week. But if you could, you know, like every morning you get on your, you know, Google home or your Alexa thing and you like dial them in or FaceTime, you're like, Hey, we're just going to have some coffee this morning. Just like talk shop for 15 minutes.
1: There's a commercial like that right now with like, I think it's Alexa or I don't know what all these devices are. All these different personalities running our life. Alexa, Siri. What is Google's name? Cortana? I don't even know. Um, but there's some commercial with like some girl like making dinner and like her dad's giving her ingredients advice. Right? Mm. you seen this one?
0: I have not, no. It's
1: it's kind of like that where like the way they do the camera angle, they don't really reveal that they're in different places, right? Until uh, like the last moment you see that the dad has been talking to her via like, you know, like an iPad or whatever over like a face, Google, home, chat, whatever, you know? Um, so, and it, you know, I, I would be, I would be into that except that I have, I operate with the, with the tech paranoia of, I already have so many devices listening to me all the time. You know, I'm just like, do I really want to add another device in my house? Plus, I have four kids, and kids really love talking to these devices. Every time we go to grandma's house, it's like a conversation between Warner and Alexa breaks out that just makes you want to leave the room. So, you know, I just, I have to be very careful how many of these devices I add around my home.
0: Yeah, they're always listening. They're always figuring it out. They're like always listening to your Fortnite playing and YouTube consumption, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, like we, we have some, we have a, some Googles in the house, but we, you know, we don't have the cameras. We don't, I don't, I don't know if I want random cameras just spying on me. We used to have a nest camera for security, but we would like cover it or turn it off completely. Like when we, when we were at home, I just, I just don't, I don't know if I need people on in the cloud somewhere. Everyone is always listening and seeing they see everything anyways but like i just don't know if i need a live stream of it 24 7 right that's why like i was was like when i twitch stream right like i i and you too like we you you literally know nothing about me because my background is completely faded out you don't know what's behind me like i have this beautiful office with photos like you don't need to see any of that right you have a black you know soundproof people don't need to Peer too far into my life because they can, we talked about this before, like if people want to, they can get in there, but like, I don't need to, you know, bring that out into the world every single day. Um, and I don't know if I want to even broadcast that even more just in general. So that's my thoughts Yeah, on it.
1: I mean, on the one hand, like it's one of those things where we're probably all just, Overly or not, I don't think we're overly paranoid. I actually think a lot of people are under paranoid and don't really have a full reality that the black web, the dark web is real. And I mean, there are, there are, I mean, I've seen it, I've been there. I'm telling you what, I have been down that rabbit hole. All right. No, I'm kidding. I'm not, I'm not joking. Like it's the dark web is real and there are people tapped into like people's baby monitors and you know, bedroom game consoles and they can see stuff and it's not good. And it's, it's super creepy, right? And so, I don't think the paranoia is is wasted. But then you start to wonder, like every other things, you go out of your way to protect. Like if someone really wanted to know information about you, they could probably figure it out, um, you know. And I personally operate with a level of insanity in my life that if the NSA is spying on me, then you know I hope that they're enjoying the therapy that the government's paying for. So, you um, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I, but I do, I do like. I definitely agree about the camera thing. I feel like the microphone thing has already crossed the line where your phones are listening all the time, right? Um, let alone yeah. other mm-hmm. devices. So, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know where this world is, was headed on that level. I know that uh, I do believe in, like, the webcam thing, trying to keep that. I, mean, I have one of these little, like, webcam blockers. In fact, I'm going to slide it over right here, right now, right a little bit of a slide. Now it's no longer spying on me as I'm talking to you. Um, mm mm-hmm. So I have one of those little things that I got from uh, Cloudflare who was uh, there. I don't know. Where did I get Cloudflare? I think we, I think we use Cloudflare for some sort of backup security bananas business on chess.com and they sent us all Mm -hmm. this like free swag. So a little, little camera Mm -hmm. blocker. I like it, but you, I mean, there's that, what is this picture of
0: Mark Zuckerberg Zuckerberg, where he's got like tape over his camera? It's kind of a a Mm -hmm. famous one. Yeah. well I mean, we, we talked about it when i was watching uh Snowden the movie and then i went out and i got all the blockers and i have the same mm-hmm. thing like when i i have my i have my logitech cam you know at home like the the, you know, the ones because i have a desktop at home so I have the logitech cam when i twitch stream and even then i have a i have a shutter thing that goes over it that completely blocks it out if it's not on there's you don't need to see you don't need to see anything but mm-hmm. well, danny let me change topics because let's get to yep. something positive people came here for positivity guess what yep. i am going to go see tomorrow night uh i i'd have to google what's what's coming out um but hit me that's right because dc movies matter that little danny doesn't (laughs) even know (laughs) that i'm gonna go see aquaman it's happening i got bought the tickets aquaman is happening um what's the guy's name momoa or whatever whatever yeah the big big stud dude I know him as Aquaman. He's a beautiful human being. Um, mm-hmm. I'm totally going to see it. I think it's going to be terrible. Yep. Um, and when I, Which is good. It's always
1: good to go into DC movies with the lowest possible expectations.
0: When I went to go see um, uh, Justice League, I'm like, oh, this is going to be terrible. And then it wasn't the worst thing in the world. So it really right. kind of, you know, makes you feel all right about it. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to see it just for, for um, Jason Momoa because uh, he's a, I think I think here's what's gonna happen in this movie. I think that it's gonna start off okay. Here's my here's my breakdown. And then next Love week it. we we will we will rewind. We'll Tarantino this. Um, you know, what what I think is gonna happen is it's gonna the movie's gonna start off like pretty okay. So it's gonna start off in the small fishing village, like it's gonna be real life, so you're gonna see like no. uh, uh, villages and beautiful scenery, and then what's gonna happen is they're gonna go under the sea and it's gonna just be like You know, like really good CG, but not great CG, because obviously DC, they're like, we're going to give Aquaman a little money, but we're going to give you the Green Lantern money. You
1: know what I mean? We're going to give you the Ryan Reynolds movie money, which is why he finally spun off to Deadpool, which requires the littlest amount of budget, the least amount of budget, you know, And, and that's worked for him. So, yeah,
0: yeah so yeah there's that you know we're gonna try to go see that once upon a Deadpool too. I think um, on Christmas I think that might be our goal if it's still playing Um, that looks funny but yeah so and then I think it's gonna be like all downhill from there so that's about like 10 minutes into the movie first 10 minutes great of Aquaman then under the sea and like just not good just the next two hours terrible The fact that you reminded me
1: of this is causing me a little bit of anxiety. I just looked at my coffee cup while you were talking, realized I'm also out of coffee. So great. Now I've got two, two things happening in my life that I'm working. But let me respond to the first one. I'm probably going to get trapped to seeing this movie this weekend as well, just because I have two boys and they don't, when does the age happen? Maybe somebody can leave some comments. I know there's parents out there who listen to our podcast who I'm sure have a lot of a lot more parenting skills and better, uh, better things to offer than I do. So when does it, when does the line cross where your kids actually start to appreciate good movies? Cause I am, I'm anxiously waiting for that. Like the only thing that's higher than that on my list is what is when Talia gets out of diapers. Like when my, when my youngest child is out of diapers, there will be, there will be some sort of like, you will hear an explosion across the, like the continent and you'll be like, Oh my God, Talia's potty trained, Danny's happy, <laughs> right? That you will just, it'll just like, it'll shake the earth, right? So that's number one. But number two is like, when will my kids become people that appreciate like good storyline in cinema? Like, when does that happen? Is it different with every kid? Is there just like a tipping point? You know, I mean,
0: that's what I'm waiting for. So. 24, 24, 24. 24 years that's old? It. Great. <laughs> that's a long story. Here- here's here's one thing that heather and i've been um fighting with ourselves over is we have recently gone back and on occasion we will hear a reference to a movie or we'll see it in a list or something like oh we like we like so remember that movie it's one of my favorite movies um and then we'll go and watch it again and we're like oh that does not hold up like what were we thinking that we thought that that was so great like i remember i used to watch so many like Growing up, right, Adam Sandler movies, like that was my generation, Adam Sandler, just every every other year, every year. Happy Gilmore and uh, whatever
1: and... Billy Madison, All these that, sort of movies, shenanigans. Right?
0: Billy Madison. Yeah. yeah. We're like, Oh, these are so great. And then you go back and you're like, oh, these are not great movies. Like these are terrible. Not, they're not good. <laughs> but for some reason I thought that they were good at the time. And, 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 and I go back and I was like, well, what was I thinking? You know, just in general. And I think that's what it is. I think it's about 24 because at that point you've gotten, cause you go through phases, right? I think that Right now, they're in the superhero movie where it doesn't really right. matter like what it is. I'm in, right? I'm in, I need to see it. And then in college, you're like, I'm gonna watch all these stupid college movies, haha, funny, ha, you know, get high, drink some beers, <laughs> stupid humor, right? Like the what you know, uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, like yeah, yeah, classic, classic coming of J.H. Taylor, but it was when I was 21, right? And I remember like, we used to even go see, like, I used to go see all like the Resident Evil movies and the Saw movies. I'm like, oh, it's going to be so cool. I'm like, now, nah, like, terrible. Like, not good. They're not good movies.
1: I, I was going to say, yeah, I really have a problem with The Saw and all those things because I, I guess I was never like down that road. Like, I saw, I remember seeing The First Saw and coming out of it and feeling like I had like done something wrong to my soul. Like, I had self deprecated. Right. Like I had Mm. hurt myself by seeing, and like I've never been really big into like the like those types of horror movies, like suspense thrillers. I mean, we talked about recently. I mean, get out, right? Like a psychological thriller with some meaning and depth. I mean, like, I'm not like afraid of being on the edge of my seat or even jumping a little bit, but there's something about that that just like people that are into that genre. And I don't don't even, I don't want that to say like these people. I'm not trying to judge because I know a lot of people that like enjoy like some of the some of the situations I guess that are happening in like movies like Hostel or Saw but like so Nash has started to see some of those movies against my best wishes, right? He's thirteen, but like he goes and and, and spends time with friends who parent whose parents like let them watch movies like that over spend the nights. And it and it's really hard to say you're gonna be the one kid who goes and puts himself to bed in a corner because it's against your parents' wishes. I mean that would be more yeah. damaging, you know, emotionally. Yeah. And so so instead, like, again, we always have this approach, like, I just want to, like, arm my kids with knowledge. And I was given advice by my therapist once where, like, you tell them, like, I don't tell them that the reason I learned something was because I got really, like, drunk one night and then woke up and didn't like how it made me feel. But you, but you can still share with them the experience of making decisions that leave you feeling, like, empty inside, right? So it's like you can give them your knowledge and your experience without telling them the every single detail of the, of, the, of the mistakes you've made. So I try to do that with Nash, where I'm like, dude, like like if these movies like don't help you sleep well or whatever, and that has actually been good. Like he's actually recently been like, Yeah, they we watched like the possession of Hannah Rice or so name some movie that's happening, right? Some exorcist kind of deal, right?
0: The it's probably like it's probably like the house on the cove up with Billy and right. and, like, and, and, re- and
1: Hannah got possessed, like semicolon, right? Yeah, um the sequel. Yeah, <laughs> the Dude. sequel. Right. And uh, and so so he has like said like, yeah, I really don't like those movies, dad. Like and I think it's again, it's like me and Sean are definitely like I don't like kind of messing with my with my psyche before I go to sleep. It's just uh, I'm kind of a prude in that way. It's not my favorite thing. It's one of the only reasons why we haven't like followed as closely with Stranger Things as we want. It's like, Sean, and I really enjoy watching it, but like watching it before bed, like we're just a couple of sensitive cats, you know? Um, and mm-hmm. so I'm like, I'm always trying to like find time that we can watch it and then have like a, a, a drink and like a glass of wine and unwind for a little bit. Right. And so add that with the actual timing of having four children and Bob's your uncle. Right. Checkmate. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of the deal there. But I have been pretty happy with with Nash, like being conscious of the fact that some things just like aren't his favorite thing. Right. So like he watches the movie and he tries not to and not, not to like dive too deeply into it tries to maybe play some Fortnite while watching the movie you know multitask with stimulating (laughs) technology because that's good for his brain too so yeah
0: mm -hmm. well you know what happened lat what what happened last night talking about this uh, and talking about watching things before you go to bed so um last night we were trying to browse through and just kind of i made dinner i went to costco picked up a 4.99 chicken it was great um it was 4.99 $4.99 Four ninety nine your chickens. I don't know how they do it. So good. Um, strategically placed at the back of the store, so you spend two hundred dollars at Costco. And a, but I got a five dollar chicken, so that's all that matters. So yep. we were browsing through, and I was like, "Oh, Planet Earth two. Like this will be great, right? I love Ooh. Planet Earth. Planet Earth two on Netflix. Is that, is that Sigourney Dave, Weaver?
1: Who I'm always into the narrator who do, who does that? David Attenborough. Oh, okay, he's the English guy. Sigourney Weaver does the Planet Earth
0: right Right. Mm -hmm. yeah he's like and well in the galapagos i know some very british accent that i can't do so it's very good there's also blue blue planet too right anyway sorry go ahead (laughs) blue yeah disney there's disney earth blue planet, or maybe that's the Disney. there's two there's a lot of earth things like so many earth things so so here's what happens so the movie starts out all happy like this is our planet the world it's so beautiful and you're like oh this is great and then it's like cool, like check out these, and it's all the islands is the the first ones. Like here's the islands, and then like you start off in this tiny remote island. There's sloths, and like these sloths are like awesome. And we're like, whoa, so cute, right? And they're like, all right, now we're gonna go to Madagascar. And like look at these lemurs. Like look how great these lemurs are. And they're like, now we're going go to this other island. And they're like, here's all of these crabs. And you're like, whoa, these crabs. Like there's there's like there's 50 million red crabs that are migrating. And they're like, but there's one problem, and that's like, a <laughs> problem that we brought there insanity ants that spit acid at the crabs. You're like, no, what is happening? No, why? Why do all (laughs) the crabs have to die? And they're like, here's the crab being, I'm like, no. And then they're like, And then we're going to another planet, and they're like, "Here's all of these beautiful penguins," and they're like, "Cool, check out these penguins." They're like, "But they're in for the ride of their lives. They have to, (laughs) they have to go. Like, they have to. (laughs) I can't even get there." But it's like they have to fend for themselves in the most treacherous waters. But like, why are there 50 million penguins on this planet if it's like the literally the worst space ever? And they're like, and some of them won't make it back. And then you're like, okay, well then they're like, but here's a baby penguin and her mama penguin. Waiting for Papa to come home with food, and you're like cool, and then you're like, and here's Papa somehow in the fifty million ones. They're like, like they followed this one, and you're like, cool. This is great. Like they're gonna reunite. Like the babies are gonna get fed, and then they're like, but some of them won't make it back, and like there's just like <laughs> a blood like having like what is happening? No, why? And then they're <gasps> like, is- we're like, but don't worry, don't worry. Some do make it back, and then like they're oh waddling, God. and they're like they're like some had a great day. Here's Papa, and then they're like but some didn't. And then stuff like this has like it's like covered with blood. It's like what is happening right now? And like this is literally right before we go to bed and Heather's like I need to watch something happy. I was like that that's it. That's the that's the end of episode 1. I do not dare start episode 2. Who knows what's going to happen. It's um, so it's so
1: strange because I feel like they've they have gone that route of like the 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 and I'm not saying that okay that I mean, nature can be messy, right? And obviously, I'm Mm -hmm. sure that all those stories are, are real, but it's like, there's also stories that are real. and Then there's like perception you create with the way you put it together, right? And like, I don't know. I mean, why can't we just talk about like things they do? Like, here's how they, you know, feed themselves and here's what they do with this and things they do. with. I don't know. And maybe I'm like, yeah, Dan. You know, blind yourself to global warming, buddy. You know, blind yourself to this. <laughs> like, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying like let's not talk about issues that uh, that uh, we're facing on on planet Earth. But but I agree. It sounds like you know this is just uh, it created a lot of drama when you could focus on other strands because it's about education anyway or it's supposed to be. Um,
0: you know, why can't we all just get along? Whatever happened to John Lennon? I don't know. So, you know, (laughs) but I will say it was, it was positive. I still think up, it was good. And when it started, right, it it focused in on this, the sloth, like on these, these sloths that swim and Heather and I were thinking like, man, like how great is if you're this videographer and your job is to film the sloth because like, you're not going to lose it, right? Like it's not going to, like, like if you have to do a cheetah or like or like a mountain lion like that thing like or a snake or something crazy like you have to put yourself in danger like this sloth is just hanging out right he's and just like chilling. he's like he just he gets a mating call and he's like cool i'm gonna go over there like follow me for the next five hours while i move a quarter of a mile you know <laughs>
1: um that's so that's good a great right job. uh yeah. that is that is great it's and it's not like following You know, the, I don't know, maybe, maybe there are some things a sloth is facing right now, but I think there are other animals and mammals facing, um, facing like dire situations where like your job is to like film and and be a videographer, but like don't engage, you know? Mm Um, I I can imagine that would be very, very hard for me. I, I have trouble watching some of those things when they dive a little bit too deep under the water and go a little bit too deep in caves. I think I have a particular like, you know, claustrophobia. You know, I Mm. I get claustrophobic in those situations, but otherwise, Mm -hmm. did you ever see, I know this is totally random off topic, but there's this one part of, I think, Blue Planet where they show this like underwater lake. Have you seen this? Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. It's a lake
1: Mm -hmm. underwater, like in its Mm -hmm. own ecosystem. And it's like it's so it goes like way down, it's in the ocean, and then there's like this pressure that like was pushing up from from somewhere that basically created in this sort of bubble an ecosystem where the salt water and like the fresh water like separate. I know this sounds just totally bananas, right? But it's like this own little like oh, ecosystem crazy. within the water and and like it grows, it grows like plant life and it grows. Um, You know, it has like bacteria and then like these little like, you know, micro phalgae, fiber, felocious dudes um, like that exist only in this area. Like it's like its own. So to me, like speaking of positive, like to me, those are like that was like the coolest flipping thing I had ever seen in my life. I was like, I want to go to there. And that to me, that's like a storyline we could focus on with some of this
0: yeah there's some places that are just so magical that you're like I can't even believe that they exist in the world and you're like I want to go like the one island right you're like this sloth island they're like basically just the sloths live there and it's the only island they live on and they have no predators at all so they just like hang out and chill you know now they are super endangered because you know, sloths in general, like, you know, Heather and I are really into monkeys and sloths. Like we went to Costa Rica and we went to a sloth sanctuary. Like that was the main reason to go there. And the sad part about the sloths are that in Costa Rica, at least there's like a lot of environmental dangers. But on top of that, like they, they can only produce so many children so fast. They're not like a crab or fish that it can, you know, make we're a lot, a, a a lot bunny. of children. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and th- so they're kind of like, you know they have these babies but like there's this weird thing in the sloth world where um like the moms or whatever like after a certain amount of time like they don't really pay attention to the kids too much and they're like kind of we're over it and like fend for yourself they're on to like the next like and eh, next like you know whatever so they these little babies oh, at like least they're they, not komodo
1: dragons komodos like try to eat oh. their babies so
0: oh man There was a, they in, you got to watch this episode one, man, because they went to the Komodo dragon island. It's so funny you said that. Dude, Komodo dragons are so crazy. They show them fighting and like, oh, like those things exist. That's freaking crazy. Oh, (laughs) man.
1: Like exist. (laughs) Item nine exists. I'm telling you what. Um, No, totally. They are, I learned a lot about them because, I mean, like, it sounds silly, but we obviously, um, okay we we, we we acquired Komodo you know the chess engine um, mm-hmm. you know wh- whatever it was sometime last year it was really long but we've been working with them and our teams coming together we actually have some really cool stuff coming out soon that I would love to talk about but hashtag that part of the podcast where Danny says something he shouldn't it happens every podcast so we've got we've got um, you know a lot of the investment right now in chess engines is about neural networks and like machine learning, like the the self-taught stuff that I won't I won't go down that huge rabbit hole right now, even though a lot of people like it because it is very tech related. But let's just say that we're on the verge of kind of our own thing there. It's gonna be pretty sweet. But I've learned a lot about Komodos because of because of that. And you know me, when I do a show where I'm gonna play like Man versus Machine, Komodo Dragon, like I, I, I just start googling gifts of Komodos. Like Komodo Mm -hmm. GIFs, right? Well, if you go down the Komodo GIF like road, I'm telling you right now, it's talking about some dark web bleep. Okay. Like there are pictures of them eating their young. There's this show in Japan. Why does Japan do so much crazy stuff? Like Japan's got the wipeout. There's a, there's this, there's a GIF of, there's a GIF of a girl like running away from a Komodo dragon. And what they do is they like, it's like you race against a dragon. You run away from the Komodo dragon while it tries to catch you and eat you.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. And there's
1: people there, like, for when they get caught, they, like, tase the Komodos, but it happens. It's oh it's God. totally it's totally bananas. <laughs> anyway, so I uh, – In fact, I wonder if we Google, like, Danny Wrench th- Komodo thumbnails. I did this – What was it on? Danny Wrench Komodo dragon match. Okay, yeah, yeah. You can see – if you Google Danny Wrench Komodo Dragon match, like the first one is like me bowing down to a Komodo coming out of the o- like I, I created all these little like thumbnails for YouTube. Um anyway. So Komodos Komodos are nuts. Yeah. Just to... I know I varied back into chess there, but that's because you mentioned Komodo Dragon and and they're they're nuts. They're they are an appropriate name for a very, very dangerous strangling stronger than human chess engine. So
0: yeah, I love it's it. Yeah, they are. They, they, the in the planet Earth, too. The episode one, they have, they have like, it's like three Komodo dragons like fighting each other or something. It's very intense, it's very amazing. But at least you should totally watch this. Don't watch it before you go to bed, but it's a great, probably Christmas adventure for you and, and the family to watch. Yeah. Um, that would be, that would be pretty good um yeah so you should do, you should do that um google you got anything going on anything going I, on for the holidays this is our last podcast before christmas
1: well it's good well you asked that okay i, I googled the whole match i have with komodo just because i wanted to see one of those thumbnails um but that led me back to chess and thinking of the holidays actually do you ever have you ever seen our holiday puzzler it's actually something i really i have no i have no influence over this i'll just link it here I'll make a little bit of a link here right in the podcast right here. Yeah. There you go. All I right. saw the um,
0: I I've seen the I saw the blog today. Um I didn't know what so it was though.
1: This is legit hard. I actually really like this cuz it's a, I know I'm it's not exactly what your question was. What are we doing for the holidays? Promised to answer that 2 seconds, but this is actually if anyone wants to do this, looks like answers will be accepted until G- Tuesday January 8th cuz we give legit time on this. Because I have no influence mm-hmm. over this. Pete, um, Pete, who's our executive editor, uh, he, he does this. He loves trivia. He's a trivia guy, right? He loves just like going down just like these really obscure statistical rabbit holes. He gets help from Mike Klein, who we often call Stat Boy, and some other of our, um, you know, people in the content department. But I particularly have no influence over this. And so I actually really like looking at it because some of the questions are really, really crazy um and and fun and then there's like questions like this one number number what is it number 7 which famous player is in the above photo i have no idea who she is it looks like a girl i, I think it's a, a a a female chess player anyway but these are actually kind of fun if anyways if we give legit prize like first prize is a 3 year diamond membership i mean that's like 3 that's nah, like 300 that's bucks good. that's like not a that's not like oh yeah right here's a one month trial right why am i talking like that today i don't even know Anyway, so what are we doing for the holidays? Uh, Papa Cheese's family is so we got, you know how it is—you're bouncing around a little bit with the in-laws. Um, so Sean and I are going to be visiting mom and kind of the extended family this weekend and exchanging gifts. We've got our Secret Santa thing. We, we do Secret Santa now with the kids, which is good because everybody oh, cool. has so many kids. Like you can't—I can't afford to buy presents for all my nieces and nephews. You know. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. so we do secret Santa. So the kids get their own little secret Santa and I do my, and then we do our secret Santa with the adults. And, you know, um, we're not one of those families that's crazy about it. Like, like, Oh, you're not allowed to get gifts for people who aren't secret Santa. Cause then if someone else gets an extra gift and another person doesn't, well, now everyone feels guilty, all that stuff. Right. So like for, people mm-hmm. get gifts for people kind of when they feel inspired to do so, which is really what it should be about. You know, don't, don't you hate like the obligated giving Part of the season, right? You just you kind of want to do things as you feel inspired to do them for the people you love.
0: Um Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You, so, you shouldn't feel forced to to get we created a big list of people we wanted to get gifts for, and I was like, you know, I think that it, it's good to get gifts for some people, and some 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 years some people are gonna get some gifts and other years people aren't gonna get gifts. And it's not that I love them less, it's just that, you know, I love them a little less. That's all Yeah. <laughs>
1: i feel like we talked about this last year and i have some siblings that are like that it's always my siblings who have never gotten me a single thing for my birthday that are like oh you didn't get me anything for christmas like never You're mind like, oh that, that you that's know, there's correct. Danny's, i did there's danny's dysfunctional toxic family coming out um anyway <laughs> but uh so so we're going down we're doing that which will be good um the in laws stuff. Then we're then we're doing christmas at home we we've crossed a line where we really don't you know, last year we traveled to Disneyland, but we don't go visit family on Christmas because we are we are a truckload of bananas and a half. You know, we roll up with six mm-hmm. people and half of a house with us. You know, you don't want us visiting over the holidays. Um, so, so we're gonna do that. We'll have Christmas at home, and then um, then we've got a couple other things going on. But otherwise, no. I mean, I'm looking forward to some chill, some chillax and malaxin,
0: You know. Yeah, same. So. Same here. I'm just gonna kind of kick it, not do anything too crazy. Um, yeah, we're gonna have my 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 sister over. That's pretty exciting. Um, I think we're going to end up making food. I think we have to make food. I'm gonna do like uh maybe a, a turkey breast or something. I don't know yet. But, maybe um, a turducken? I got rid what of about turducken. Maybe a turducken. Probably a turducken clucking. Plucking mm. <laughs> pig, pig roast, shawarma, shawarma yeah. roast, uh, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. we're not, we don't got much going
1: on, um, at which I'm, which I am looking forward to. I'm also looking forward to the fact that there's really not a lot of chess shows in the next couple of weeks. So, I'm mm. hoping to just like wake up, check in with some email You know, just like some coffee, do some fun stuff with the kids. Then just kind of like, you know, parent from the couch for a couple hours. They want things. I tell Mm -hmm. them to get it themselves, this sort of thing. I'm really looking forward to some bad parenting over the
0: next couple of weeks. Perfect. That's exactly what you should be looking forward to. So do it. Um, All right. Well, I'm going to get out of here, Danny. I'm going to go back to work, crush some code, do some things. Um, Well, have a great holiday. Have a happy um, Christmas. Never I feel had, like that was no, said I'll with talk. the
1: high tone of like like Danny seems to be in a negative mood, so have a great holiday, uh, buddy. Uh <laughs> you know, have a
0: have a perfect hey, good try, holiday. Like, hey, Enjoy. Try to hey buddy, try to have a better view on things you know <laughs> cheer up a little bit you know going into 2019 strong, right. getting some Democrats in the in there so let's yeah uh, there you go I, I don't know why alive. I was negative
1: I don't know why I was negative or busting into accents today but I do apologize for all those of you that um were' not into that um but uh nothing but love for you buddy give give hlo my best and uh Merry Christmas and we'll talk yeah, we'll Merry talk Christmas. on the other side
0: we'll talk on the other side yeah talk to you soon all right love you buddy Peace.